0: The Homance Chronicles, the female equivalent of a bromance.
1: So many poor choices, but so many good tags, but so many poor choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're ready, Sarah,
1: I'm always ready because this is the Homance Chronicles and I'm Sarah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm Nicole. And we have a fun guest today who already dropped in some um, oversharing and some surprises. That, We're s-
1: uh, so fucking stoked.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Like, I was not expecting it. So no. um, here at the Home as Chronicles, we love the unexpected. It makes it uh-huh. for great content. So thank you for joining us today. Entrepreneur and photographer, Lisa Staff.
2: Hello. Uh-oh. Hello. Thank Hello. you for the introduction. I'm excited and a little bit scared. No don't be. No, this <laughs> is a safe space. <laughs> I've heard that before. I've fallen into that trap and that was where it led me. You know where it led me. So possibly Just put needing on therapy. these clothes. Let me dunk you under the water. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't safe.
1: Uh, oh my god. It's so f- It wasn't safe. I did not feel safe. <laughs> I hope
0: that you would leave this recording going. You know what, we would be friends if we lived close to each other. Yeah, We're we 100% to would be.
2: <laughs> nah, not even a little bit. <laughs> I'm sending the missionaries over right now to knock on the door.
1: <laughs> I already have my no solicitation sign up. Thank you. <laughs> fine, fine.
0: <laughs> uh, I just don't answer the door if it's unexpected. I don't, I don't understand... Like how people think that they can just show up and you're going to answer. Like that doesn't work for me.
1: (laughs) That's the audacity. I think that's the audacity anymore.
2: It's interesting, isn't it? Because you, you see things on TV and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to live in a neighborhood like that where everybody and then it's like, no, no. You don't no, want drop-ins.
1: It's not fun. Because then that's where everybody goes to trick-or-treat. They go to the, you know, they when they don't have a neighborhood of their own, they go steal yours. And then they turn it into, like, disaster zone. We, When I was younger, I lived in a subdivision in a very small town. So my subdivision was always, like, the height of everything happening. And there was, like you halloween was so packed there were cars everywhere you know i'm surprised kids didn't get run over still
2: silly we would we also obviously get obviously giving out full-size chocolate bars
1: <laughs> we weren't because we were poor the people at the lake were so that was a whole yeah. different story so they were you know coming in getting the you know cheaper stuff and going on to lake but we would always have solicitation and we would always have you know the folks that were trying to convert us to the church of merman church of merman church of mormon <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those are my people. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like an 18-year-old telling you how to live your life.
1: Because <laughs> Jesus did told you, them to.
2: Yeah. Did you grow up,
0: though, in the Carolinas? Or did you grow up somewhere where Mormon life is more typical?
2: Um, because I'm kind of in Baptist country right now, I think. I'm not okay. sure. But no, I'm from Canada. I'm from Canada. Oh, okay. So oh. I migrated down here legally. Welcome to the dark side. Of it. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I love it here. It's so much warmer. The sun is out more regularly. And um yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I
1: yeah, like we're it. in like uh Michigan, so we're close to Canada and it's not it's not always sunny here, FYI. No. no. <laughs> like today it is absolutely not sunny. It's roughly 14 degrees if we're lucky at some point. <laughs> That's why I moved. Why I moved. <laughs> Don't blame you. All right. So
0: you have had a photography business for many many years and you've also um opened up another business like a few years ago that um you started with a a partner and so how did you know that like you had this entrepreneurial spirit with you
2: so i've always um when i first married 30 years ago um started a business i had i was in corporate like everybody was and um, started a business. So always had that entrepreneurial spirit where we were doing photography, um, opened up another business where we were doing bespoke Land Rovers. We would um, renovate, ground up, restore uh, Land Rovers, have them imported in all of that for um, people that just have too much money and want to make sure that they have a vehicle that's different than anyone else's buying them for their 17 year olds and stuff like that. Like a different group of people love that. Um, and then I'm like, uh, I don't
0: know that life.
2: I I know. I know. Where do you go from there as a 17 year old when you're getting like a $250,000 starter vehicle? Like, where do you go? I don't know.
1: I don't know. You go insane, I think. Like you just lose your little noodles a
2: little bit. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like a rite of passage, though. You need that crappy car to start out with that you have all the accidents in before you you know, appreciate it. Oh, but- absolutely. <laughs> From there, um, about five years ago, I separated and divorced and rebranded in my own name and started my own business. Had some really amazing experiences happen that um, the universe was like. Handing me some things on a platter and saying, wake up girlfriend. And this is what you should be doing. Place some really amazing women in my life that just, um, made opportunities and things happen. And, you know, when you see that, you see the connections that you can have and the things that they're opening up for you. And you're like, where were you before? They're like, we were here all the time. You just didn't see us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that, um, just through being open to experiences and connecting with people, I had someone slip into my DMs, started conversations with this person and um, ended up opening up another business with them. So um, it's just, I think too, as I ramble on, I think a lot of it is being older. I'm in my fifties now and not really- Shut the preparing. fuck up. Hang on.
1: I'm sorry. I have to stop you for a minute. You're in your fifties?
2: Yes no married for a liar years what do you think us canadians get married i don't know mormons five? get married young i don't fucking know like you could have gotten married at six, it was, you could have been a teen bride marriage. for all i know <laughs> yeah you could have
1: been like married at 12 i don't fucking know what you people do yeah, over there
2: <laughs> i was i was i had you know uh you know what five chickens ten goats ho- a bunch of horses and you're like hey yeah let's that's, that's amazing let's marry her off uh,
1: wow but you look fantastic like
2: Thank you. I there's mean,
1: little Botox up here. Gotta- hey, whatever you're doing is working. Because <laughs> you don't look overdone. You know, there's people who are like, I go in and get the things. We're like, yeah, we, we can tell. We know. Like, you you just look great. So, congratulations. You. you made it out. You were branded yes. and you're still fucking fabulous.
2: Thank you. Sorry to need to cut more, you off. More. <laughs> no. <laughs> later, later. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So just, just not caring as much and not trying to be perfect and fit into a certain thing and having conversations with people that weren't pretending to be perfect has changed my life and given me opportunities to just learn and grow and do all the things that I really like doing and connecting with people. So yeah, I have another business that, um, more, most of the people that we have on as clients are people that we've really aligned with and they're all women that are doing freaking amazing things in the world today. So I love that. Sun is wonderful. Sun of the Times. So,
0: yeah. Okay. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. So,
1: you, when did you like, you got divorced and then you like re- rebranded and found yourself? Like, what was dating like for you in that time? Did you date at all
2: while um, you were doing it, the rebrand? It was interesting. I think we spoke a little bit about this small community that I live in. It's a very oh, small, small community. Yeah. And, um, it's uh if you speak to any of the women that are are dating as well especially women my age you know the options aren't really out there Uh and um we mentioned everybody is recycled that man has been through every (laughs) woman in the community and is looking (laughs) for some fresh meat um and they kind of come in with oh you know we were friends with you and your husband just want to be your friend too and um they circle like sharks in the water and you're that fresh meat so it's interesting (laughs) interesting when it had been 30 years since I'd been out in that right oh yeah because
1: you were like not only were you changing like your lifestyle but you're changing how you view the outside world I feel like it could have been incredibly overwhelming
2: absolutely I was like open for a lot of things it was like baby's day out if you go (laughs) out with people that haven't haven't sworn haven't (sighs) haven't haven't actually shown their shoulders or their knees in like 30 years everything is new and exciting you go out and you're like uh do you want a drink i'm like yeah what do you want uh wine what kind white red uh, yes yes i'm <laughs> open for for all of okay this.
1: so you well, you left your oh go ahead
0: i was just i mean it just seems like because you got married so young and we're in the mormon faith that you didn't get to experience Um, that wild time after high school, where, whether you went to college or not, but like where you just get to, um, have life experiences, figure out what you like. And so it seems like you're, you're doing that at 50, but you see, like you would already know, um, a lot more about yourself. And so I just, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes of like, not knowing how to make certain choices or not um feeling comfortable with certain things because you haven't had that experience and it's just blowing my mind like i'm like i don't know how i would it would be so overwhelming to me
1: like did you ever have access to cans of coca-cola
2: um i'm not a soda drinker i i'm more you know with um the religion and Mormonism and the word of wisdom and all of that, there's things that you're not supposed to do. Right. And caffeine and coffee is supposed to be one thing, but you know, okay. I, I, I did lines of chocolate basically. So, you know, what's the difference? <laughs> what's, what's the difference? You know, it's just packaged in a different way. It's still caffeine. So That's, I did lines I of know. chocolate. <laughs> Was there like anything that
1: you um, were just completely blown away by like people actually live like this, this is real life.
2: Is yeah. Anything- and, and not to, you know, like I was in my own bubble, I think, and I have four kids and I, I was a breeder apparently. So, and I have to <laughs> overpopulate the world, but, um, I love, I love my kids. I love the experience they've brought into my life. They're all older now. My youngest is 18. So it's easy for me to say, I love my kids because I can get stuff done now, but, um, you know, love that part of it there's there's certain experiences in my life and I think it, at whatever age you're coming into them and whatever experience that you've had they're still like it's still a bit of a shit show like dealing with dealing with tiktok we <laughs> we do social media for people and I go on tiktok and I swear I come out every time and I'm dumber so yeah, there's, <laughs> there's things that are still a struggle no matter what kind of lifestyle you've lived 100 yeah. percent. that's just normal yeah yeah <laughs> should you be enlightening me to certain things like is there a guide that I should be going with like five steps to a good healthy or or a coming back after a cult guide I don't know (laughs) we could we could make an offer on that and make a million dollars like everybody else is on Instagram you know I only work two hours a week and I'm making a million dollars
0: right I know that's I see that a lot on TikTok, the money talk, where it's like, you can have this side hustle and bring in enough money for, you know, your Range Rover. They get to be those people, apparently, when they're 18 now because they're on TikTok. Um, But I just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that, like, you had four kids, you owned a business, you're married. Like and now you still look this fabulous like i feel like i'd look like i was run over by a truck
2: i mean i would look very (laughs) tired i would look very tired i love you guys you should move to hilton head honestly (laughs) down here there's no men it's fine we'll come visit
1: it's fine Um, no
2: no my boyfriend is four hours away and he's also my business partner so good lord yeah yeah that's a long drive (laughs) yeah sometimes you have to drive that far
0: How does um having a boyfriend be a business partner work for you because i think i'd end up killing him (laughs)
1: Um, i know you would if we're we're gonna just go there you would
2: yeah i i think i think a lot of going into this coming out of a marriage and a marriage that i worked with my with my ex as well you're very cautious and you put down the groundwork (laughs) of of partnership agreements what what your role is what my role is And you have a lot of conversations, like a lot of conversations and you align with what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, how can that other person fill in? And that's, you know, we're two or more gathered sort of thing. You know, you, when you collaborate with people, no matter who they are, the ideas flow and you elevate who you are and what you're able to do. So that sounds really perfect, but there's days that, you know, I'm told that I'm the most stubborn woman woman in the world. And I may be, <laughs> but I'm holding out to what I believe into. So you know, you have you have those that, that headbutting sometimes, and you learn and you grow and you bring your team in on it too, and you you get past that. But I think I think if you want to move somewhere and do something, whether you're doing it alone or with a partner, you still need a team behind you in some capacity to help you have that momentum to get where you want to go. Otherwise you're just spinning your wheels or on that hamster wheel every day, trying to do all the things. And it's pretty impossible when you're in a small business, all the things that you should be doing, getting them done. So, yeah, I don't know if that do you- question. Yes, we fight sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so.
0: Well, how do you um, stay organized or if you've got this endless to-do list, like what's something that um, you do that you found that works really well?
2: And, you know, I think some of the things when people ask questions like that, you're always looking for that perfect answer. This is the one thing I'm missing. And this is why I'm reading all the books and listening to all the podcasts and doing all these things. Mm -hmm. because I want that one answer. It's always kind of the same thing, isn't it? It's like those mornings that you wake up early, you do that morning routine. And no matter what that routine is, I don't, I don't exercise in front of people. I never go to the gym because that's just, I don't need that much embarrassment in the morning. So I do my morning (laughs) routine here. I'll, I'll, I'll get up. I don't touch my phone because that's going to be on the rest of the day. I do my yoga. I do, I do my weights. I live in this small community that I love my, my My house isn't grand, but I love it. It's mine. I've made all the decisions and haven't had to compromise on anything. It's my vibe. It's my place. It's my space. I have a beautiful outdoor area that I can sit out. I can meditate out there, listen to the birds and all the other things, um, and just organize my day and then go on from there. If I do that, the rest of my day is great. And just kind of schedule things and be mindful of what are those things, those three things that I need to get done and start out you know, time blocking that early in the day to get those things done. Cause as the day goes on your day gets hijacked. Or yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, is, it, is it just me or you're like, no. what, yeah. what happened? What happened to my day? I was going to conquer today and I didn't
1: see <laughs> 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 regularly. Like if I were to get up in the morning and not look at my phone, I feel like I would be very productive, but it's almost impossible anymore. Cause I have so much stuff that I do on my phone like, you know, getting the meditation music ready and all sidetracked. Yeah. So like, good for you yeah. for having that routine that you complete, accomplish every morning. I get up early though. If I don't get up like
2: super early, like five 30, I don't get it done. I don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, that happens. It's like a routine. Yeah. Falls yeah. Apart. And then I end up like emotionally eating for the rest of the day because I'm frustrated. So <laughs> <laughs> literally, and I moved, I had a cup <laughs> on my desk with like uh Ghirardelli chocolate chips on my desk yesterday. So I cleared that out. <laughs> starting the day fresh, girl. That's self care. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I know. Until I look at my skin and go,
0: hmm,
2: it wasn't very really good. Oh, One I
0: too think. many lines of chocolate. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. But I think too when you um, when you align yourself with people in your life, call out the people that are not helping. Keep those ride or die friends, and um, coordinate that with. The people that you do business with, as well, as much as you can. I know, like when we first started our Sprout Connectors business, we were so hungry to like anyone that drank our Kool Aid, basically, and wanted us to work with them. We were like, "Oh, awesome!" And then you realize that there's there's a level of who you can align with, and who are your people, and those are the best people to work with, and call those other people out. If you yeah, I mean, talk a a little bit about. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Talk a little bit about um, Sprout Connectors and what you guys do.
2: So uh, we go into smaller businesses, um, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, smaller businesses, and we help them with their strategy. We start with a branding exercise. This sounds like a real pitch, but um, start with a branding exercise, figure out what they need. And then go from there. So it might just be that they need representation on, on some social medias, on some platforms. They may, they may need um, video content creation, all of that. So we just kind of figure out what they need and kind of fill in those blanks for them and become their their team members so that they can go and do the things that they need to do to drive their business and to be greater what they do. Um, And we have a team. We have a team. I am not a writer. So you wouldn't, you know, if you're hiring us, don't think that I'm going to be writing for you because I'm not. (laughs) We (laughs) have people that do specifically that. I'm more visual and content and all of that, do the creation. Um, Devo, who is my partner, is fabulous at brainstorming and has a million ideas a minute. So we just kind of combine our team and do all of that. And um we basically live vicariously through other people that are doing fabulous things in the world. So, <laughs> well, I feel like you guys we can, we can, can be like, best. "That's our client." Yes. <laughs> we well, them. like
1: you guys are creating the space to let them be their most fabulous self. So you're kind of enabling that at the end of the day, and that's pretty cool. Like you guys have that team of support system where somebody can go out and do the things and not have to absolutely do not have to worry about anything on the other side of things because you guys are yeah. taking care of it. Like yeah. that's so much help. It's
2: so much stress relief. I think as well, and maybe it's just me, like social media is part of my business now. And I I branded my photography business through social media as well. That was when I was, when I started out again, new, just in my name and this community would be like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been doing the same thing the whole time, the 18 years that I've been here, I've been doing the same thing, but it was under my ex's name. So rebranding is, is a huge thing social media made all the difference for me, but there's times when you're doing social media that you're just like, it's killing me. I need to check out for a while. I need to step away from it. And this allows businesses to just be able to keep doing what they're doing and not feel that overwhelmed from social media or that, that I'm not doing enough or I'm not enough. It's, it's impossible not to, I think if, if you have not ever felt that way, you cannot be a human being you're like some sort of cyborg to not feel like overwhelmed. <laughs> right. You're a mutant. You're a mutant. Yeah. If you not felt that way. So. <laughs> you're an actual um, alien.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because now business owners are also sort of being forced to be content creators yeah. in order to be successful. And, yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't work the way that it used to with just word of mouth. But, at the same time, you're open to so many more opportunities than you
2: used to mm-hmm. be. Uh, Absolutely. A small
0: company can be global now in Absolutely. a
2: heartbeat. <laughs> and it's Where really an just episode. finding your voice, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So the business partner that you have for Sprout, you said slitted to your DMs. How yes. does <laughs> how does this go from a potential like he is he just interested in me or is he interested in partnering like was it very clear from the beginning or because you're newly divorced you're like wait what's the
1: intentions here
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i was so oblivious to what could have possibly been going on i was gonna
1: say like how (laughs) innocent were you when this happened
2: honestly i was pretty innocent you know and my life was a shit show at the time so you like you don't you're just on a survival mode at at times in your life too. So you don't really consider that this could be a, add Craigslist, meetup. meet me behind the dumpster. Dude, do you have any family? Does anyone know where you are? Sort of thing. Uh, but... Uh, is this going to turn into a Discovery
1: <laughs> special? Like, am I going to be no, on TV one day? <laughs>
2: I'll finally be famous. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah. I, it, at the time that he slid into my DMs, I was kind of on the tail end of my marriage and figuring out that... Things weren't things anymore. Things weren't things, and it wasn't a monogamous relationship. Um, (sighs) I know. I know. Hang on a second. Your
1: Mormon (laughs) husband who you made a deal with, a contract, whatever it is, and you made the children
2: and you had the life, he was stepping out on you. Yeah, I guess that polygamy thing is still going strong. It was like... (laughs) Looking for more wives. I don't know.
1: I mean, like, were you? Did the discussion happen at any point? where you like, he was like, "What? This is normal. You should have expected this." And you were like, I, "No." Um,
2: I think okay. This goes down another um, another direction, but I think in our lives as women, sometimes we underestimate our value, our worth, and the oh, we do all day, every day. That's what power we that we have. And, and, and honestly, and I've, i found that in in my business that I have now, men come to the table differently than women do. They posture in a different way than we do. We're more like, oh no, it's okay. And you don't, you don't come to the table and say all your strengths and stuff where men are much more comfortable, they're comfortable, more comfortable putting their value, their worth, all of that out there. So I think as women, sometimes we get into that position where we feel a little, a little helpless or a little stuck, or, you know, you're pregnant or you've got a newborn, or you have X amount of other kids, and you can't in your mind think how to get out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, on the other side, you know, once you go through it, there's always the other side. So yes, it's possible. And you're always going to be able to, you know, get on your feet and all of that. But in the moment, it's hard. And in the moment when you're being told by um, spiritual leaders to expect this, and it's fine. And if you don't forgive your you know, just as much at fault and all of that. So there's, there's oh, a lot the of gaslighting.
0: My God. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> like no matter what.
1: Yeah. There's like no, no right answer for you and anything on this. It's literally yeah. just, it's your fault.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but honestly, you know, now that I'm on the other side and I had so many opportunities, um, when this finally happened again, that were thrown into me, there's, there's, always an option and there's always a way and the time will come i was just a slow learner it took me a long time um you know some other people might see the light earlier have those opportunities given to them and honestly like i'm not being woo woo when i say like the universe literally delivered there's some really weird things that happened that just was like a kick in the head like hello you have (laughs) value you have worth I will help you out. Get out, Mm -hmm. and people just like dropped in front of me that made it happen. So, you know, positive things there. Um, Yeah, where are we going with this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh When he slipped into my DMs, yes, yes, Yes. and end of my it was the end of. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, and then I always It was ending, but I was I was all business, you know. And it would be, hey, what are you doing in this situation? How are you pricing for this? Because he had a photography business as well, four hours away. I had mine, um, and collaborating on certain things like, um, what document are you using for this? What you know, and 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 that as well as a mindset of a business. There's always business out there. I think in some situations you become like, I'm not going to share anything. This is all mine. And when I've learned to collaborate and open up and um, partner with people is when my business grew. So it was just partnering. And it wasn't until about a year into it that we started, hey, you know what? People are asking us to do this and this. Why don't we create a business? We started working together. um, And it was quite a while before I actually met him in person. So it was a while before that happened, before our relationship changed to that. Um, So there was a a lot of research and development going on before I partnered with anyone in any way. And I still have my own business. I don't think I will ever let go of my own. Like, my claws are in it. I love what I do. I love the people that I meet. And I will never let go of that independence. There's something about, um, like, Baby's Day Out, having your independence. I still love that movie. <laughs> money, <laughs> having your own money, buying the things you want, not waiting for someone else to buy them for you, being that person that has the, um, Authority to lead their own life. So, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. A hundred. Yes. <gasps> Let's make a church, just three of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd now be you're pretty in great. Our little cult. And you were <gasps> yeah. scared at the beginning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. See how that worked? Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Not. we need some rules we need to set up some rules okay. sure sure
1: that's fine you can be in charge of those is this
2: a pyramid scheme
0: it could we be all what make are we money? selling
2: i don't know i don't know whatever you want here uh, so, so do you
0: see with your kids that they also uh have interest in running their own businesses like do they feel like they've they've inherited that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit from you?
2: Not so much, but they're pretty bold in what they do. They're all really independent. They, um, my one son, uh, both of my sons went to school in London. Um, one still lives over there, but he takes two months off every year. He, uh, December down to Buenos Aires cause he's, he's immersed himself. So he's, he speaks fluent, um, Spanish did Patagonia did that every year. He's He's doing that. He's traveling. He's making decisions in his life that are um, really exceptional. When you talk about manifesting things, he's doing it without even knowing it. Like he's just, you know, I want to do this job. I want to do that job. I'm going to be working in Spain. I'm going to be working in Portugal and he's just doing it. So he's he's doing all the things and not falling into like the things that I was worried about. I don't need to worry about with my kids. They've just kind of owned their power and their value and their worthiness. And I love that, especially my, my one daughter too. She's taking no crap from anyone. She knows that, um, she's the only woman in her, um, in her group through her college that's gotten the offers for the jobs that she's wanted. She's going to be doing that. And, um, owning her power and not afraid to spend money on herself and do all those things. Whereas, you know, I grew up just, you know, kind of hoarding that scarcity. I'm not worth it. Not spending the money. Heck money flows. It's going to come back and buy myself the things I want. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Good for you. Did they, did they see your, like,
2: your life change and get inspired by it or were they scared? Absolutely. No. I think at first it was a shock that, okay, what, you know, as with anything, we are more concerned about ourselves, right? You know <laughs> what's in it for me. So when when you kind of blow up their world, there's that. Oh, oh crap, what's next? But um, yeah, no worries. They've they've um, they're out of the cult. There. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> I don't think they'll need too much therapy. They should be fine. Sounds <laughs> like they're doing great. My yeah. guilt is 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 a kind of appeased. I'm not worried too much that I've messed them up too much. You know, as a as a mom and as a parent, you're always like, "What did I do wrong? What have I?" Because you know, as you always look back and think, "Was that because of my mom? Did I do that to my kids? Did I nurse them for too long? Have I screwed <laughs> <them> up? Like, <laughs> have I done not long enough? Like, did they watch the wrong shows? I don't know. Oh my gosh, so did so they?
0: Funny. Did they know that their dad was like stepping out on the marriage? Like did they have an understanding of um the behaviors that were going on or were you just like one day N- nobody, knew. A-
2: nobody knew
1: nobody
2: okay. knew it was um a shock to everyone and and because we're in a small community it was a shock to everyone in this community too they were um thought we were basically Barbie and Ken so and and it's it's interesting Aww. isn't it there's so many people that are trying so hard and and this is you know, no shame, no shade, whatever, um, especially through social media, they're reflecting this perfect life, like everything is perfect, and you get that great brag letter at Christmas that everyone in their life is excelling, all their kids are exceptional, and they're basically all going to be the next president, <laughs> so it was it was a shock to a lot of people, but again, it changed so many of my relationships, my relationships with people, some of them, I'm going to say 100%, <laughs> 100% fell away from from the organization that I had been working within through the the church um people think sometimes that divorce is contagious or maybe they think that um I could be contagious maybe. what a strange way <gasps> to
1: describe that I mean I get it. I know exactly what you yeah. mean because the, there's that fear yeah. but holy shit cont- it's contagious yeah don't talk Is she to her to be
2: after my husband uh, no way honey uh, no thanks boo we've been you're there fine. You're
1: fine. <laughs> nah, we're good
2: I'm, I'm <laughs> totally good for a while um or they i think sometimes they they're worried that um if they have those conversations they're gonna have to kind of take analysis of their own life too right and we're all like that sometimes we want to live in our own little bubble but yeah most days um, i do yeah yeah i like my bubble sometimes <laughs> i love my bubble <laughs> and do not disturb no it's a great place <laughs> it's not good for business it's not true. good for business yeah. this is true
0: <laughs> but if you live in um such a small community and he had various partners uh outside of the marriage during that time where was he meeting them if everyone was surprised like i'm I'm trying to, I guess, think about the fact that like people gossip and if it's a small community and there were people in the community, at some point somebody would find out or see him somewhere or like,
2: how did he get away with it? Right. Um, so, okay. I liken this a little bit to, um, you know, those people that hack into your accounts and you're like, how do they do that? And you can't figure out how they do that. Or they do those, those, just kind of those. Those off the grid things, people's minds think in di- different ways, right? And mm-hmm. when you, it, it's not that hard, if your mind is thinking that way, you can make those things happen. You mm-hmm. can get that burner phone. You can, you know, come up with the lies or the excuses or whatever. So burner know, it, phone. It, 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 he was just, going it, in with a burner phone there, I'm not the only one. See, you're not thinking about this the way that if you're in that, if you're, if you're thinking yeah. about nefarious things or whatever you can make, if you're thinking about these positive things as well, Hey, I'm going to push my businesses where I'm going to do that. You make those things happen. So wherever your mindset is, is kind of your direction, your thoughts become your actions. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, and, and when you're oblivious to that, because you're busy doing other things and you're not, thinking about that mm-hmm. I think as well though can I just say that we as women as well sometimes do not take into account personal business all of that our intuition on things and yeah a lot of times that that intuition there's that ding 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 and we're like mm, no so I think a lot of times we need to step into the power that we have and recognize that and um, develop it more if we need to Um, yeah because I would say almost a hundred percent of the time we are right yeah right (laughs) for the most part yep
0: yeah women's intuition is very strong and I I know that there's times where you get a feeling and you choose to ignore it because you just Mm -hmm. don't have the energy or the space to deal with it at the time um even if you're listening to it so it really yeah again it depends on your mindset Um, Mm -hmm. and, and how much you can afford to let that intuition speak.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. And I think I absolutely what you say, I think sometimes you're like, oh, this could get messy or I just don't have the energy for it. And you kind of tuck it away. And I think we're really, really good. Women are fabulous at accomplishing things. We can do a million things at once. We can run a business, be cooking, have a baby on our hip and we're, you know, stick a broom up her ass we'll sweep the floor at the same time you know like <laughs> we can do everything and we get busy being busy to keep our minds off of certain things sometimes right yeah just, oh yeah absolutely flow of everything else and
1: or and dull I, or yeah, or like what i used to do was just like make sure everybody was content before i had time for myself and before you knew it i didn't have any time for myself so it was yeah. just like i never yeah. afforded myself that time because i thought yeah. i had to take care of everybody else so you have to learn how to be selfish too
2: yeah in a way yeah. well yeah and it's not selfish it, it is it's like healthy selfish i don't know it is it is it's it's feeding ourselves it's not being people pleasers all the time mm-hmm. and that can be hard it's difficult <laughs> it's, hard. it's taxing I it's know. tiring I
1: know. well because our mothers just painting us. your nails sorry yeah what?
0: no I, like our mothers raised us as little girls to be people pleasers
1: Take care of things, especially when you're like, I grew up in a household with a lot of, you know, kids and people running around, and I was the oldest kid. So I was responsible for a lot. So yeah. I grew up being responsible for everything all the time. And within the last like four or five years, I was like, I don't, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And so I just started to learn on how to work it out. And then, you know, being friends with Nicole and having this podcast, we figured out how to pivot from like, we need to take care of these things for other people to how do we take care of ourselves first and then fit in the other things that we need to do so it's been a little bit of a journey too but
2: and then it's they hard they, they do fit in though don't they yeah they eventually yeah they fit in, in those times and and then you have enough strength enough energy enough patience to deal with all the other things
1: patience yeah. is huge huge i don't have very much of it i work every day to try but it's difficult <laughs> Goals. very difficult goals well, we're self-aware gonna,
0: we're gonna turn that negative talk around and uh, go into <laughs> a girl, because um this is when we like to say something positive that's happened to us or pat ourselves on the back so sarah can't do her self-deprecating thing uh, What?
1: It was a positive kind of- <laughs> no i was being positive like it's a challenge every day but i never cared about it before like i'm it's baby steps man <laughs> okay Patience wasn't in my vocabulary before. Now it is.
0: (laughs) Okay. That's a good spin. No, it was a positive.
1: It was positive. We're feeling good today.
0: (laughs) So, um, Sarah, do you have a different Atta Girl that you'd like to say besides that one?
1: I, um. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, No. i do yesterday so no i do though because um while we've had this mercury retrograde mayhem communications you know things that are happening that are out of our control sitting on the phone for hours at a time trying to get people to help you do whatever um, i'm still managing to keep my laundry done (laughs) and it's folded and it's put away you know those are huge steps for me a lot of the times just getting it done and then leaving it in the baskets kind of like my mo but I've adjusted it because it bothers me when it sits on the floor, but I don't do anything about it. So I've adjusted my routine and like, that's one routine I'm really proud of. Now I get it out of the dryer and I take it right to my bedroom. I fold it and I put away as I fold it. So it gets put away and it's like little things, man. It's little things today. <laughs> I don't have a basket oh, of laundry and- sitting next to me. And that's great.
0: Hi, <laughs> hey girl. Thanks, I'm space. glad that you, uh, you're getting it done
2: it's a lot of work <sighs>
0: <laughs> it is it truly is you know i don't feel like we as humans were originally meant to do all this shit by ourselves certainly not nope So no. it was <laughs> No. As we've evolved, there's been more and more shit, and then also as being like a single person taking care of everything on your own, I'm like, I don't think this is how it was intended to be. It used to be a whole community situation, you know? All Like all the people would band together to get all the things done. Like,
1: yeah. The ladies would do the laundry. Of- We'd have a group of people baking food. Yeah, now it's just us all <laughs> alone. Yeah lone rangers out here in these streets you know
0: the introvert in me is like that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that's fine it's fine i'll deal with it i'll deal with my my own stress um (laughs) so for me my ad girl is that um i had a shift at the beginning of the month and uh ended up being unemployed And so I realized that in in my life, I started working when I was 16, that I have never had a break. I I mean, a vacation here and there, maybe it was a week long, maybe. And so I told myself to take the month of January off and not do anything work related. Uh, There's been times where I I still get a little caught up, and I'm still like doing research or like thinking about like what's going to be my next step, and then I have to actively remind myself to stop and just give myself this break. So yeah. I am proud of myself of um, consciously making an effort to like not do anything.
1: Congratulations! It. That's actually huge <laughs> for you because. It is. Nicole would be, so we used to work together in corporate America once upon a time, long time ago. And um, we would, you know, kind of have the same job responsibilities, but not, she would be one portion. At, we, for some reason, we're always like the yin and yang on everything that we, we do. So we were doing that at work and, you know, um, we would be done with work at night and we'd be talking or whatever. And she'd be like, I got to work on this. I'm like, what? It's like seven o'clock. What are you talking? She's like, I got to finish this up for tomorrow. I'm like, no, you don't you can do that tomorrow at work. She's like, no, I'm going to do it right now. And she just would, you know, crush it, whatever. So like for her to take, like take the time for herself and be still is tremendous. And I'm so
2: proud of you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. I keep looking at the so days. Hard. And I'm it's like, so hard
2: to do though.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. I keep looking at the days and I'm like, is it still January? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then I'm like, you know what, it is and it's fine. I'm going to go take a nap now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's all about balance, you know? (laughs) Oh,
0: man. Anyway, so that's my add girl. Lisa, do you have an add girl that you'd like to share with us?
2: Um, I would say it would be my journey when I was um, not too long ago starting my business in my own name. I would be going to jobs crying as I'm driving being <laughs> like, "I can't do this all." You know, what was me? And just got off a fabulous meeting this morning with a team of people that are banding together to support this wonderful woman that's going out and doing some great things. And just being part of that think tank was elevating. So there you go. Just yeah, being add a girl. Good things. Well, then you escaped a cult. So, yes. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> Additional add day. a girl for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God that's
0: hilarious. <sighs> so is. Lisa, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, did you have a podcast too, right?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of call outs here. So I'm on Instagram at Lisa staff photo. I'm on our joint business that I have for um, branding and social media at Sprout connectors. And we are on the mind body business podcast, Devo and Lisa, where we Have good conversations too. We found (laughs) that, you know, mostly during COVID, our friends were, you know, we're getting tired of just talking to them. So we just spread that friend zone open. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah, do it sometimes. We get it. I think it's (laughs) great.
1: We do too.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We've met so many great people by doing the podcast and being uh, open to hearing everybody's stories um, and various journeys. And it's, It's been one of the things that I'm most grateful for because of the pandemic.
1: Yeah, one thousand percent. I don't think I would I would have grown as much as I have. Like, if I if we went through pandemic without this, I as a resource for like you know feeling decent about things on occasion. I don't think I would be in the same space mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. So like having the opportunity to speak to people like you and the other folks that we've had has, has just been mm-hmm. so encouraging because it's like you're touching out and still meeting strangers, if you will, yeah, yeah. And like having random conversations, but it's just like, you know, people are still functional. It's, it's okay. Everything's going yeah, great. Yeah. It's still a good place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's still fun people out there trying to do things who are inspirational. And it's like, you can do that too. So yeah. Yeah.
0: fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all your details about your life with us and being vulnerable and hilarious and, um, you know, just coming on and giving us your time today. Everyone, if you liked what you heard, you can rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at homance underscore chronicles. You can join our closed group on Facebook for extra naughty bits um the home Ask chronicles a judgment free zone and thank you that was yeah. great
2: fun thanks lisa that was fantastic loved virtually meeting you